Welcome to the Security Chipmunks podcast, where we talk about the development of cybersecurity skills. To stay up to date in today's world, you need to be resilient. That's why, as advanced persistent chipmunks, we keep chipping away at it. My name is Mixetna Johnson. I'm here with my co host, Neil Smalley. And today, we have a big announcement for you all. We have a new co host on our podcast. We're excited to introduce our new host, Patrick Lowther. Patrick is a Microsoft security enthusiast and currently works at Binary Defense. Say hello to our listeners, Patrick. Hi, everybody. Nice to be here. Perfect. We're so glad to have you. All right. So to start us off, I wanted to uh, mention a couple of conferences that are coming up so you can go out and, and network with people and get some learning on. So the first one is ShellCon. So if you go to shellcon.io, that's their website, and you can go register, find out more about it. And their conference is using the pay-what-you-can model. So if you can pay them $20 or $100 for your ticket, you choose what you can pay, and that's what you pay. This conference is happening Friday, October 8th through Saturday, October 9th. The next conference is a, a new format. So this is the Orlando B-Sites Bytes. This is going to be a new model. It's very exciting. They have great people that are going to be presenting. They are they call them pro coaches. Some of them are Deviant Olam, Jose Rodriguez, Hannah Kane Latonic, and Ian Coldwater. So very exciting. Uh, tickets are free, and this is happening Saturday, September 18th. And they have the best hashtag. The hashtag is hashtag chomp around and find out. So go ahead and check them out. Looks like those are going to be pretty fun. I know, right? I'm very excited for them. Yeah, sounds good. Awesome. All right. So uh, something we wanted to talk about since we have uh, Patrick on board, something that he might know a lot about is Azure. So I was checking out that there were some learning paths. I actually attended a couple of these trainings. So Microsoft offers these learn events where you can attend. And once you've attended that event, they give you a free certification voucher. Uh, so you can take the Azure Fundamentals and then you get the AZ900 exam. Uh, there, that is the Azure Fundamentals um, exam to get certified at Azure Fundamentals. And then there are some other ones. So you can take the Azure Foundation uh, data as well as art artificial intelligence. Sounds like a lot of fun. I actually signed up for, I think, the Fundamentals one here in October. So it should be good. Very nice. Yeah, and they have their trainings uh, listed on their website. And they have, they've added a lot more times for Pacific Coast and Eastern Time. I know this summer when I was checking it out, there was a lot of times in Europe and in other parts of the country. So now we have more in these time zones that work better for us uh, here in the States. So there's a lot of options out there that are available. So you don't have to take a class at 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Ask yeah, me Patrick. how I know. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick, for that. <laughs> yeah, you should just go take this class. It's it's in uh, a different time zone. 
<laughs> well, you know, I, I was just... <laughs> I mean, it's technically not your fault, yeah, we're, but we're I just... forgot the wrong... I got the wrong days mixed up, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah. We're, we're just pulling your chain. It was a wonderful class. I mean, it, it is a good class, and it's uh, worthwhile to sit the exam. I mean, I've sat it, and I've passed it, so it's a... Uh... It's a good exam, you know, kind of, of a good stepping stone towards the new method of certification that Microsoft likes to pursue. So, you know, pick up the AZ, like fundamentals, and then you can start, uh, if you're interested in like the blue team side of things, you can start stepping into the SC level of like, you know, uh, security. And so you'll learn about uh, Azure Sentinel, which is Microsoft's cloud-based SIEM or is it seam or sim? What, what's what's it everybody say for that? You ask. This is kind of like SQL and SQL. It depends who you ask. Has been my experience. I don't know. I like seam just because it rolls off the tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. We should do a poll. Poll the audience. What do you guys think? <laughs> Absolutely. Let's let's do a poll. We can do a poll on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, it gets you into like the security side of Azure and everything like that. So it's a uh, good step, and so highly recommend it. Very Absolutely. Nice. So you had mentioned something about the difference between the new way they're doing certs and the old way they did certs. You want to talk a little bit about that, or is there much to it? Yeah, yeah. So everybody's familiar, or I hope it used to be that there was the one standard of going through the Microsoft stack and getting like your MCSA, which is your Microsoft certified um, uh, system administrator, or and then it'd be your MCSE, which is your certified engineer uh, level. And then as they move more into the Azure space and making like uh, cloud computing and uh, edge computing, the more uh, features to go towards that. They're rolling out these new certifications that they're not good for life anymore. And like they are renewable every year now. So you can pick one up. They've lowered the cost. So the cost has been adjusted. Um, so you don't have to worry about spending like say $400, $500 on a cert anymore. Uh, and then having to pay it again for the next year. So they've adjusted the prices on that, and it's to ensure that people are, are constantly staying up and staying connected to what Azure is and what like the certification requires of that person. So right now I'm studying for the AZ500, and I'm just going through making sure that I'm staying up to date on the uh, security side of things uh, because that's what the cert covers. So yeah, you'll you'll sit it, you'll take it, you'll pass it, and uh, you have a year to go ahead and pick up like another certification and like uh, basically it's a recertification test of like kind of like what's changed and what's new within Azure. So it's uh, I, I, I really like it actually. I mean, it's to keep everybody current. And so you don't get a lot of what's called the paper, paper, paper certification people where you have like people who just go sit a test, do it on paper and then they can't actually apply that knowledge, you know? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Good stuff. That's, so, yeah, that's good to know. So I've been studying for some AWS certs as well. Um, it seems like a lot of this stuff kind of carries over a little bit. So you like I got your like your resource groups, your security groups, your load balancers, your virtual machines, and like the different IP addresses and stuff. We can go in and make all these different changes and modifications to what your setup is. 
Um, are there any like major differences you've seen at all, or have you really played with any database at all? So, like, I, I haven't really like noticed like too many uh, major differences between the cloud platforms um, because to me, cloud is pretty much just on-premise virtualization just in somebody else's data center, right, <laughs> on a yeah. larger scale. And so my background, like I, I come from like a system operations um, background where I was real heavy in uh, VMware and um, a little bit of Hyper-V. So like the resource groups and like making sure that uh, groups are dynamic so they can expand and you have the resources for them. Um, so that whole methodology is I'm very familiar with. The one thing that I will say um, that is interesting about the cloud is the security point of view is really interesting because it's everybody's cloud-based, it seems now. Like all these big companies are cloud-based. And so it's really driving the security behind um behind the cloud and like the tooling that they have for it because no longer do you have just one centralized entry point into your system it's you're coming in from everywhere now so it's really interesting how the security landscape's changing based on that gotcha speaking of security um you had mentioned something i remember when like it was the cosmos uh db thing had initially hit you didn't think it was quite a big as deal as the news was making it out to be um, yeah. Do you have any more on that, or? Yeah. Well, so you have to look at like the companies that are right, leveraging Cosmos DB. It, it, there's, I mean, there's some big companies using it. You know, I mean, I, I'm not trying to downplay that it's you know not a bad thing, but it's right, like right. not as wide scale. Like your average mom and pop, or like your average Office 365 um, tenant won't be using Cosmos um, because Cosmos is more for um, doing large scale database operations and like, you know, doing a lot of uh, custom work within Azure on the cloud. So, um, but some of the, some of the big players that were affected, I think they name dropped like HP. I think they also said like GE was on there and a couple other like major big players. So, I mean, I could understand why that's a concern, but you're, typical small business and medium business that's using office 365 and azure for their stuff should be fine but just remember to adhere to best practice or not even best practice just good security practice of uh you know make sure you rotate your keys and everything like that so check for uh leftover credentials or maybe some access that is no longer needed or something like that yeah privilege uh least privilege and all that good stuff so the neat thing to me about cloud is a lot of this stuff can be pretty locked down as far as even getting into it with the virtual networks and whatnot yeah yeah like one of my one of my favorite things like about microsoft azure is you can within azure so you have what's called an azure subscription and an azure subscription with that it's how you tie your money to azure for like how you do things and so you can set permissions on that subscription and you can make it so that it trumps anything else that you set within um like the tenant so you can have um 
on your Azure subscription, you can pr assign a permission and give people read only. And then you could assign somebody like permission to adjust those permissions, but not on the subscription, but on like resource groups. So you can kind of delegate that uh, permission and security. So they could like say, read something within a resource group, but you can't um, read something with else within that subscription also so like if you have access to this one resource group you can kind of really silo it up really well um so it gives you that least privilege and also um you know just enough uh for what you need to do the job or anything like that so i i really enjoy like that fine grain uh granularity that you can get into with it yeah of course it can always also cause issues if uh you accidentally uh make things like two virtual machines in separate groups and then try to have them talk to each other can make life a little difficult. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why isn't this working? You know, that old, that old head scratcher, you know? So, yeah. um, I don't know if either of you have looked at a book called Azure pen testing by Matt Burrow from no starts press back in 2018 at all. I had looked at that a bit and it seemed interesting. Yeah, I actually I mean, picked it up. It was in a humble bundle uh, earlier yeah, this yeah, year. Exactly. So uh, I picked it up. I I like one chapter into it. Um, so far, so good, man. Uh, I I really like it. On the AWS side, I know there's uh, I have a AWS pen testing, which is pretty good. So yeah, lots of resources out there these days. Well, the good thing about like Azure and and AWS is like their knowledge, uh, their knowledge base that they put out for their customers and for their users, it's pretty robust. So with like Azure, it's going to be uh, anything to do with that would be like learn.microsoft.com, and you can actually enroll into a uh, learning pathway is what they call it, and so you can use that and work your way through. Um, so whatever you're interested in. So like they have things for like data science and like AI and security and everything like that. And so I've uh, started working my way through the security stuff and it's just all good information and knowledge, you know? So yeah. Some of that Sentinel, Sentinel stuff is pretty cool. Yeah. And like if, you, when you get really into it, um, Microsoft starting to do this uh, really neat stuff called uh, the ninja training. And so they have um, become a Azure Sentinel Ninja. And there's also become a, um, uh, the next one that they put out is Azure um, Defender Ninja, I think, or uh, I have to look it up. But uh, there there's another Ninja course that they put out for like Microsoft Defender and Endpoint. That's pretty solid. Uh, it talks about like security practice and things like that. So it's all good. Nice. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. So, I don't know if y'all did. You, either of you see the uh, the Matrix trailer that dropped? Um, I have not seen it yet, but I've been hearing about it today, and uh, I'm really getting excited about it. Yeah, I, I've seen it. it. It's it's pretty good. Um, you know what? What I'm more impressed about is the uh, website they released with it, where it will. Uh, depending on, so it'll give you two different interactions or actually multiple different interactions with it based on which pill you choose and then does some neat uh, uh, JavaScript and like on the back end. So it has the voice actors uh, read the time that you're watching it 
on on your computer and stuff like that so like simple things like that i think are just so cool and so neat like the thought gone into it um so it's it's i like it you know so i'm i'm getting hyped yeah that sounds great and um i don't know if you all remember the original matrix uh when uh trinity's hacking in and she's using nmap um so that actually brings us to our uh next uh subject here which is nmap uh, i think you've been digging into nmap more and uh yes i was studying for the pen test plus and so i was learning about nmap and doing a lot of scans um doing a lot of labs with it yeah what's your uh, favorite switch for nmap and uh <laughs> uh that's a good question um hmm. i mean i like dash or tech sv and t0 do it real slow <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you know what mine is mine's uh tech uh help or tech h for help because uh, that's a good honestly one. I, I can't remember half half the switches yeah. myself <laughs> i mean or, yeah uh, and and forget about knowing all the different uh, user scripts you can work with. So yeah, there's so many uh, different scripts out there. Like there are. Yeah, and Nmap is quite the tool. I mean, especially for you know port scanning and everything like that. It, it is my like one of my first go-to tools, um, mm-hmm. even on the blue team uh, side. So uh, yeah. there, there's a ton of yeah. stuff you can do with it. Like I can't um, remember where I put that uh, Raspberry Pi on my network. Let me go scan my sub. <laughs> <laughs> there All it is. Right. <laughs> or uh, actually, uh, I use it a lot when I was uh, in like my previous positions uh, to do uh, SSL TLS uh, hardening and strengthening on like load balancers and uh, web servers and things like that because there's some scripts built into it that will tell you like what it's reporting back what it sees what the server is returning for like uh what ciphers and everything like that that are being you know during that ssl tls handshake so th- there there's a ton of functionality in this in this little tool so that that's pretty handy because like a lot of times i would just use like one of those online uh, ssl checkers which aren't necessarily the most convenient okay. they're trying to troubleshoot something yeah. Yeah. All right. You know, something else that I was doing when I was studying for the pen test plus, uh, I started getting on to the Try Hack Me platform. Uh, so I started that a couple of weeks ago and I found it's very addicting. <laughs> so I found some labs and I've been going through them and it's been a lot of fun. They kind of gamify the process. So when you answer a question, you get like a green check mark and then ooh, if every time you do one like on a new day you get start a new or start a streak or keep your streak or start a streak so yeah have it's i think it's a great platform have you guys ever uh used try hack me before yeah so it's been a little bit since i've done any rooms but uh stuff i was going through before is pretty neat it's you know it's like anything where you have to enter a form and uh, you know like some sort of regex or something to do pattern matching is a little bit frustrating sometimes but um Mm -hmm. I definitely learn stuff every time I do it. So, yeah, yeah, I, I've been uh, through it. Um, I'm actually I, I have an active uh, subscription to it just because it's 
Uh, like you said, it's like it's a good little game to hop in. Mm-hmm. There's some new stuff that they keep adding. Uh, like they added, what is it, the Holo and like the Active Directory stuff on there for like simulation of like pen testing and like attacking mm-hmm. uh, things like that. So that's that's interesting to me. Um, yeah. uh, what else? They also had like a neat little uh, giveaway this summer of like where if you did the pre-security path on there every time you completed a room on that path you got (laughs) like little scratchers almost of like you know (laughs) you can get some stickers you can get you know some free months of try hack me and they're giving out all sorts of like swag prizes and stuff like that and that was that was a pretty fun thing to do so i thought that was pretty neat so that's awesome yeah and one of the great things i like about trihack me is because you know as we know there's like multiple websites out and multiple platforms similar to them that they try to you know develop the skills and i think try hack me is probably the best at being targeted to people who are actually just starting to get into like the field of security or you know the whole cybersecurity thing um because they have a lot of like walkthroughs and like entry level like hey you know here's like a uh, they have the the comptia uh pentest plus uh rooms on there they also have um, so I'm like, here's windows fundamentals and like, that's the pre-security, uh, things like that on there. So that stuff will help you, um, you know, building blocks, you know, kind of crawl before you can just hop in it and get running. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I, I really like the, that approach to it. So for sure. Absolutely. All right. We have a discord for our fellow security chipmunks. Uh, make sure you go to securitychipmunks.com and join the server. We have a great community of chipmunks in there already, and we can't wait to have you join us. See you next time. So thanks for listening to the Security Chipmunks. And remember, if it seems overwhelming, just keep chipping away at it. <laughs>